0: Hello, and welcome back to the Wishing You All podcast, where we help you navigate your wellness journey each and every week. I'm Amy Albero. And I'm Catherine Van Eyck. We're both licensed therapists who love
1: wellness and love to simplify all of the confusing wellness information out there. (laughs) Today, we are talking about meditation with a special guest, Ashante Smith, or A, as she likes to be called. As a meditation and mindset mentor, A works with women to help them in their healing journeys through chakra alignment, affirmations, and accountability. Through her business, Experience A-List, she hosts various meditation circles for women to gather and reach
0: their highest potential. Excited to chat with A. Living, living, full and and well-life is put together. We feel it. Take care care of 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 ourselves. ourselves. Okay. So welcome, A. We are so excited to have you and to chat all things meditation and much more with you. But before we get into all of that, Catherine and I always like to start all of our episodes with a little check in to see, you know, how we're each doing. To talk about what self care has been like, and then if we need to do anything to readjust um, after we check in with ourselves, we can we can do that. So we wanted to kind of start with you and ask, you know, how how you been and what your self care has been looking like these days.
2: Um, so I've actually been on a higher frequency lately. Like a lot has been changing in um, my life, business, and personal, and I'm very grateful for that because I. For like the past probably like two months, I've been in like a very distraught state of being. It typically doesn't happen a lot, but you know, we have our ebbs and flows in life. And so to be able to like come out of that in like a higher sense and to see the new opportunities and just even being here is just amazing and helping me and just you know finding my flow and state of being back. So I'm very much grateful for that. Wow.
0: That's great. I I love I just I love the energy that comes from like being in a high in a higher frequency. And so how are you? Is the goal to kind of like maintain that energy um and if so how are
2: you doing that yeah the goal is to maintain it but also not resist like the i guess the darker sides or lower sides of it because where there's chaos, I believe you find your clarity as well as like, you know, your mistakes and everything. So I'm always eager to learn and to know like, why am I feeling like this? Or like, what am I experiencing? Or like, what can I do better to make sure like, okay, moving forward, I can do X, Y, and Z and, you know, avoid, you know, going in this direction and, you know, just having that greater sense of self. But yeah, I do strive to be at a high vibration. It feels amazing. It looks amazing. I mean, to the energy is contagious. So just really like working on it day to day and just really being more mindful. It's mm-hmm. like, my goal mm-hmm. in the
1: journey. I, I love that you said that you find clarity from chaos. And I'm also, I don't know. Am I am I the only, I don't know. I feel like Amy, you know, because you just asked the question, but like, what does it mean to be at a higher frequency? Okay,
2: so it's just like being in like a higher state of being, instead of complaining, find gratitude or like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, in whatever you're in. So the day might not be the best, but I'm grateful that I even got to experience a day or to see a person or to be able to breathe and walk. Like just finding like the light in that darkness. Um, a great way that I like to say things is like, I look at life as like a yin yang. So where there's light, there's dark. Where there's dark, there's light. And just being able to just like maneuver in that, I feel like creates a higher frequency because it's like, okay, yeah, that happened. And I'm gonna feel that. But like, if I know that typically I don't wanna feel that way, what can I do better? What helps me? And it brings me back to like meditation. Like that's what helps me be at a higher frequency. Like this is stressing me out. So let me just breathe. And that's all it just takes to just breathe and let go of what you can't control so that you're able to like, you know, ground yourself back to like mm-hmm. a better place to be. I love
1: that. Cool.
0: Yeah. Right. And I, I like even the the outlook that like with with the lightness, there is there is also a dark. And and the other, um, the inverse is true there too. And so like the idea of almost staying stuck or being in a more I was going to say black or white, the bad, bad analogy for this, but like all or nothing mindset of like, oh, it's always going to be like this for better or worse. That can really keep us stuck so that, that you, it sounds like you check in with yourself a lot. You're really reflective and, and trying to get yourself to stay, to stay rooted kind of in the middle of experiencing both sides of things.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I've been through a lot in my life and I've seen myself in those energies where I was stuck. And it genuinely does not feel good. Like you'll go days and you're like, you feel depressed. You feel like you're in this never ending cycle and like nothing's getting better. But it's really all in the mind and like how you perceive and what you're doing on your day to day. You just start, you know, little day by day, just take mm-hmm. it day by day. Cool. Well, we're excited to hear more about
0: that, your your journey to kind of getting here. But let's let's save that. Catherine, how about how about you? How has your self-care been looking lately? What's new with you on that front? It's been kind of splotchy.
1: (laughs) That makes sense. So I feel like it's been like, I am just taking it where I can and just doing it in any way that I can. And also being patient when things aren't necessarily going the way that I want them to. Like for instance, one self-care thing is that I've been I've been reading pretty consistently. I have like, I have like this nighttime book. That's a nice fiction. It's a nice, great little novel. And then I have this morning read that it's like a more spiritual book that I've been really interested in. And last night, I realized that the book that I'm reading at night is due today. And I was like, well, I can just like rush to finish it. And I wanted to finish it by the due date, or I can just not, and maybe I won't and that's fine. And so at first that really bothered me because I like love to just like get to a deadline. Maybe that's like me being competitive or something. I just like wanted to win. <laughs> but now that I decided that I'm just going to renew it and actually it got like auto renewed, which I didn't even think was a thing that libraries do, but I think they just know like, maybe they're not bringing it back. So I'm just going to renew it for them or something. But once I just had that mindset that like, that's how I'm going to approach it, then I accepted it. And I'm moving on because mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. and I- I'm going to, enjoy my reading tonight instead of like trying to find the little like five minutes here where I can read you know this many pages here in the morning and like this many in the afternoon just so I could finish it and bring it back and get another one and like stress my out stress mm-hmm. myself out over this like that's right the purpose yeah right exactly it's not yeah. self-care anymore mm-hmm. so that's that's why it's been splotchy but mm-hmm. also I guess careful at the same time
0: <laughs> yeah that's good I'll ask you I'll ask you later what books you're reading yeah yeah I mean I think I think when we get into like routines and habits sometimes we do feel like we need to like force it or something and then yeah Yeah. then it like doesn't basically achieve what what we put it in place for in the first place I I find that with like with reading with like language learning a language like things like that so true yeah how about you how's your self-care I have to say I'm really happy that we do this check-in because I had to prepare for it <laughs> and it made me realize that I've been like very mindless lately like really lacked intention um I was like when I was thinking yesterday like oh what am I going to like talk about for self-care I like couldn't think of anything and so it it brought like a greater awareness to the things that I am already doing which was helpful and like it's not great it's not like as as you know, great as I'd like it to be. But I am trying to, I've been reading a little bit more as well. um, And I'm trying to do, I'm like, have an urge toward like, organization and like cleaning up my closet. And so I've been like, just like just going for it. And so I literally right before I'm like sweating, because I was just doing it. I'm right before we got on, I was just like, going through my closet, putting stuff aside to donate, like, having all these empty hangers, it just looked looked really good. So long story short, it's not been great. But now that I've been trying to pay more attention to it, I'm I'm seeing where there are pockets of of things I'm doing for myself.
1: It's funny how those things that can turn around so quickly as soon as you
0: put your attention on it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. so thank thankful for these check-ins. <laughs> are we ready yeah. to get into our episode?
2: I'm ready.
0: Okay. okay, so a, we know that you like just shared with us, it sounds like a little bit of your your mindset, your framework, the way that you kind of view life in a lot of ways but we'd love to hear as we ask all all of our guests what what wellness or living a well life means to you so
2: for me it's i'm a very like routine and like structured person so for me to be well balanced i need to have an am and a pm Mm. routine literally like i can't function without it so in the am that would be preparing my it's meditating in my garden, um, just really taking, I start my day with meditation music. Like if I reach for my phone, it's just to turn on the frequencies if I already don't have it going on. And then just really putting myself in that state of being to ground to um start my day. My schedule has changed a little bit um, only because of my career. But for the most part, I'm still kind of like in that. Um, my night routine, I have to have everything cleaned. Like I cannot sleep if there's still trash in the house. Dirty dishes, the floor is not swept, or mop. Like, I'm really, like, OCD with everything. But I just feel like it, when I wake up, I feel better. Because it's, like, I, I'm in a clean space. Like, it's a new day. Like, I'm not waking up with yesterday's trash. Or, like, you know, the, the things from yesterday. Like, having things organized. And I've literally been on this journey path But, like, this month actually makes three years where I started that um, routine. Wow. So, it's really something that's, like, instilled in me. There has been times where I haven't done it which is very, very rare, but I've noticed when I don't do it, how I feel like the next day. And it's just like, sometimes I can't even sleep fully through the night because it's just like, you didn't do it. And it's just like, it's, I don't know. It's just like this thing that I'm just really adapted to. So like that has really helped me to just ground and be more intentional with my days.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. I aspire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I want to, I want to live at your house.
2: <laughs> at the place. <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay. So wellness is rooted in a lot of routines and almost like setting yourself up, setting your energy up for, for success. Like, you know, we talk about a lot on our podcast, like thinking about future you, like tomorrow you, and it sounds like you think about her a lot. I do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I do. That's great.
1: Yeah. Um, Can you, can you just tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about you, a little background and how you found meditation to begin with
2: so for me i've always like okay so i'm like really into like astrology and um i'm a pisces so like we're like known to be very imaginative very spiritual very kind of like we may be here but we're not really here and so i've noticed like growing up i've always been kind of like in a daydream or like you know just somewhere else and just always thinking and like feeling things before i see it and so it wasn't until about trigger warning in 2017 Um, I was just very overwhelmed with life. Like I was taking five classes in college. Um, I had just got out of a relationship. Like I was just feeling all these pressures and I wasn't really one vocal with my feelings. Like I just always kept things bottled up and I did that like my entire life. But that moment, actually coming up on that six year anniversary of it, um, Labor Day, whoa, it's Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that happened over Labor Day weekend in 2017. I got alcohol poisoning because I just felt like I didn't want to deal with anything. And so then I got admitted into the hospital, into like a psych ward. Like it was just all these things. And it was just like that point really like something awakened in my spirit was just like, you can't keep doing life the way that you did. Like you have to be more open. You have to be more aware. Like you have to talk about your feelings and not just take on the burden of everything because you don't have to do life alone. You're not doing life alone. And so during that time we had a hurricane. It was a Hurricane Irma. And I actually had to stay like for like a week. And I was just like, this is not me. Like I know myself, like I'm not, I'm not crazy. Like I'm not, you know, I've never done anything like that, but it was just like my moment of weakness, but it taught me so much. And then from that moment, I just wanted to learn more about myself. And so then some months passed Um, in 2018, that's when I really started my awakening. I actually got pregnant and I was in a very toxic relationship, but that relationship was like, the pivotal moment of my life would kind of transformed me into like where I am right now, because it helped me to see like, OK, instead of trying to give so much to someone else or try to seek so much validation from another person, start to look within. And then that's when I came to the meditation practice and really like turned off the external to hear my internal. And, you know, going through that pregnancy, it was like a lot because it's like, wow, I'm literally about to birth a new life. And life as I knew it and saw it was not going to be the same. And so I made it like uh, a factor in my mind to like want to do better. And like people are like, oh, it's going to be like this. You're going to have so much pain. You're never going to sleep. And then the baby and me, I'm the type of person. I'm like, I don't like stress. I don't like pain. I, I really like very kind of like headstrong. and like, okay, I need things to kind of go this way. And I'm going to do everything in my power to just kind of make it like work for me. Like I like to work with the energies instead of against it. And so my last few months of pregnancy, I really went into like a deep, deep meditation. Like I did not listen to any like YouTube, nothing. If it was not sound frequencies, if it was not me praying, like I did not want to hear, like I didn't care what anyone was saying. And I was just like really, just like mentally preparing myself. Beautiful um, labor, baby slept through the night after a month and a half. She's very intelligent, like everything, like the negatives that I was getting, it did not affect, like heaven like chef's kiss type of thing like came out just perfect, no tears. I was back up. My body went back. Like everything just but I was really in that mindset of like I like I can't take all the negativity or make those things my reality. I just had to put in the work to just like okay breathe. Like breathing was a very big thing for me. Um I was scared to get an Epidural. I was like I'm gonna see if I could just go as long as I could. I went like six centimeters and I you know just took it and that's just how I kept like journeying life just really knowing who I was and like making those like shifts in my reality, because at the end of the day, if you don't do it. Who's going to do it. You're going to either complain and stay stuck, or you're just going to find ways to improve. And so that's how I got into the meditations and all of that. So did I answer the question? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I'm so fascinated by what you, by what you said. And and I think the thing that really stuck out to me was like how, Intentional you were about what you were consuming in terms of like no, the noise, literally and figuratively, like what you like what what you were feeding yourself with in terms of whether it was other people's opinions or things like on the internet or whatever. And so you were so intentional about like creating a different type of environment um, for yourself for your baby, all of that stuff, and what an
2: impact it had. Yes, mind over matter. I like mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it can't get. I was, I was kind of fearful of having postpartum depression. Thank God I didn't have it. Um, but I knew a lot of women, especially in my family and my friends, because I had some friends, we were all pregnant at the same time. Um, and they were experiencing that. And that's what really kind of like pushed me to be more into like the mindset and like meditation, because it's just like, you do really have control over like what you experience in life. It's just really in your mind and how you want to take it on and who's around you as well. And so that's what, after the, the baby, it was just kind of like, I got, I was born again or something. So it just, I'm really grateful for like, just those experiences. And that's really where my, I feel like my journey of awakening really, really started as well too.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it seems like you, like, like you said, like you had this awakening for yourself. Like, how did you then turn it into, well, I want to bring this to other people?
2: Um, I was like the first year of motherhood. I was like, I guess hoarding a lot of information. I was like, oh, you know, I'll use it for myself and like, you know, tell some of my friends. But I feel like when you have a gift and I I believe in God and so like I feel like I'm very intuitive, I'm very intelligent and I just have a I love to help and serve. And I feel like that was my purpose, not for me to just keep it all in my bookshelf and just like, you know, just talk to like one or two people. It's like people who don't know or who do need the help, like they need to hear it. And so I really started to open myself up that took me back to like how I didn't really talk a lot and to just really learning how to speak up and how to be more vocal and like be more confident in myself and what I'm saying, because it's just like, I know this stuff has helped me. I mean, it shows in my energy shows that, you know, I'm here. And so it's like, you just never know what other people are going through. And just like, even if you're not talking to them directly, but just like having a platform and speaking can do a lot. Um, And I get that a lot on my social media. Like, thank you so much. Like, I just love your posts. Like every day, like people look forward to it. And to me, I'm just like, I'm posting, but like, I'm kind of just talking about myself in a way, like through my meditation, through my works. It's just like, I'm just showing my experiences. And if you just happen to resonate, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
1: All right. So you just, you just were like, This is obviously super meaningful to me. So I'm going to see if it's going to
2: land with anybody else.
1: If it does, great. If not, it's still landing with me.
2: (laughs) Right. Just keep, it's part of the journey and the purpose. Like I'm very, I feel like I'm very great at what I do and I'm still learning and evolving. And I just think it's beautiful to just, you know, raise the vibrations of people because we do live in a society where like, there's a lot of negativity thrown our way. And there's a lot of comparisons on social media and like people posing to be one way, but it's like, is that really the the way that you are? Just like being authentic and just being yourself and finding things that make you happy, not just because your mom or your dad or your friend or like, you know, your work wants you to be that way. Just being you and like knowing how to hear yourself as well. Because sometimes we'll think like we're feeling a way because it's just us, but sometimes you might just be around somebody who might be in a negative position. And next thing you know, you're feeling negative. But it's like, why am I feeling negative? Like I was just and I had to learn that as well um, through my journey of just like, OK, this environment works for me. And then this one doesn't like knowing who I'm compatible with and who I'm not not just because i known you for X amount of years or anything like that. People grow, people evolve, um, we move on and not to take things personal as well. That's what I learned on this journey, because we live our lives. We wake up with ourselves. We go to sleep with ourselves. We're born with ourselves. We die with ourselves. Like, it's this is literally our life. Like, we have to know ourselves so that we can be better, not just for us, but for other people around us because you just never know, like, the who's the person next to you and, like, what they're going through and you just being, like, a smile can brighten. Like, people, they say they love my smile. I used to hate my smile. I never used to smile. And, like, now it's like, I just can't stop smiling and it's just contagious. So, yeah. I,
0: I mean, and, and that that reality like you're saying like we're born with ourselves we die with ourselves like we are the only constant that we have in our lives and and truly the only thing that we can can trust and rely on consistently throughout our lives and and it, and it i i know from my personal experience from my experience professionally or just even with with my friends like there is such an emphasis on out, outward right like whether it's like looking outward for approval or for permission or like to to help guide us and and i think when when we continue to do that we lose like our internal compass in a way and so meditation is such a great tool to like help us come back to ourselves to raise the the volume of our own voice of our own feeling as you're saying too like there's so much power in perception right and so like if we can shift our perception of things, then that can change the way that we react to certain things. like there's so there's so much power in what you're saying that really all it all is rooted in like coming coming back to you
2: mm-hmm. yep we we're always I feel like a lot in our society we're programmed to like look at other people and that literally takes us away from ourselves because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I want to be like this person or like and it's like it's not, there's nothing wrong with like being inspired by others, but it's like also know who you are, like what may work for them may not work for you. And you, you never know what that person had to do to get there. Like, you know, these things So it's just like really just keeping a, a grounded focus on you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: With the with the people that you've you've worked with, I, I know you, you've you told us um, before I started recording, sometimes you do kind of one on one work with people or you have um, meditation circles. Um, what do you think
2: tends to resonate most with the people that you are serving? The awareness part, because I always say this, people they think meditation is like hard, but I feel like we meditate unconsciously. Like if you're in the shower or something, like you're literally with yourself, you're like with those thoughts. It's like a form of meditation. Um, but it's just like intentionally being aware. Like meditation is not just sitting in the room, being quiet and like your mind blank. You're gonna have thoughts, you're gonna have things that come up. The point is to bring awareness to it. Like, okay, why am I thinking this? How is this thought making me feel? Like really kind of dissecting it. And if you don't wanna think about it, acknowledge it, okay. Take yourself to another place, to the beach. Like, I know when I go to the beach, I'm in like complete zen, just like the water, seeing that, the birds, the sun. like all of that is just like an element of like putting me in a calmer state of being. And it's just kind of getting yourself to that. And then like, also breathing because that's something that's always constant. We don't always think about our breath, but when we bring attention to it, we're able to be present with ourselves. And that's the point. Like, you don't realize how much you're like, so not present until you just stop and you just like, just look at your hand. I'm looking at my hand. Oh, my hand. Like, it's just like, wow, like my hand. And you're not thinking of anything else because you're looking at your hand. But then we take your your attention away from that. You just kind of like on go. So it's like learning how to just really be at one. And a lot of people, they tell me like how much better they feel just being in that present moment. And when I'm guiding them through the meditations, especially with my sound bowls, to me, it's kind of funny because it's like, oh, wow, really you feel something. Not that I don't think like highly of myself, but. Sometimes when you're just kind of like doing something, you're not really thinking of how much effect that is doing on other people. And to hear that constant feedback, it makes me feel amazing. Like, wow, like this is helping you because I know there's something that helps me. But the fact that it's really helping you and you're like not faking it, it's just I love it. So bringing that, that awareness and being present is like where I resonate a lot with uh, people. Do you find that that's what people are really getting out of? they're like coming
1: to your meditation circles that like they're experiencing that kind of thing. Are they getting something else out of
2: it? Um, I do think a lot of it has to do with the awareness of so, because um, I know I've had uh, people who were like, Oh, this is not working out with this person. And I feel like I have so much going on and it's just like, my first thing how much time do you spend with yourself do you meditate i like to ask people that do you meditate i don't know how and then that's when i start to break it down to them about it and then i'll reference like you can use this and we'll go through like the different sound tones but letting people know that they have the power to control what they're thinking for the most part and what they they're feeling um and just having them like reminded and like take five to ten minutes out of your day at least make it a routine start small like do that because then you'll notice like a ripple effect because that's what happened with me. I started just, I taught myself how to meditate like intentionally. Like I didn't really go to anybody. Like I sat for like a week, I did a guided meditation. And then after a week, I noticed, I just started, you know, kind of just flowing into it. And then just from there building on, but it just takes that, that presence, that awareness. Um, And it's not as common as people would like how it sounds, but that's what it is honestly and just knowing that you you have that power and that control to be in the moment and it it's like a sense of gratitude like i think like sometimes i'm just walking in the sheet and i'm like wow i'm really here like these trees are very beautiful just like those simple things that make a very big difference mm-hmm. um in the energy and the mindset
0: and that is so powerful right like it's so compelling like you have the power to kind of um change how you feel to change your state and as you were kind of describing this, I was just thinking, like, how often is it that I, like, when I do have downtime, do I not just pick up my phone and and look at something not helpful at all? Like, how how much am I actually with myself? Not very much. And I know that I'm not. I, I'm in the I'm in the big fat part of the bell curve of normal. Like, that's where most people live is just like constantly occupied by external stuff. Um, so I I could I could understand why that kind of a what awareness and presence is such a powerful piece. Um, but I did, I know you referenced your sound bowls and that you, you just uh, mentioned some, something else about sound and, and frequencies. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Those other types of um, kind of healing practices that you
2: do Yes. So with my sound bowls, I have three right now, and then I have some bells. So they all um, align to different frequencies and also chakras as well. Um, And I like to I've just started learning how to like play all three because I only had like two for a while. And then I got another one. I'm actually going to get another one soon. Um, But I notice what it. It's like it triggers something in the body I know for me when I first uh was introduced to sound bowls I almost wanted to cry because I'm just like it, it's like a vibration that kind of because it's used for like cleansing and healing so it's like imagine you having all this stagnant energy on you and then you like even when I'm playing it you could feel the vibration from it like trickle down and so just to have that imagine like someone just playing that intentionally you just being present and it's just like all of those negative vibrations just like literally like falling off of you. Like when you're taking a shower like the water is running down, like you're cleaning yourself, you're cleansing. And they call it sound baths. Like it's literally just in that moment of the different frequencies. And like when you have them um, um, with the different chakras, how it starts to align the energy and like your aura, like it's just uh, an impeccable experience. And I use it in my daily practice as well, and my AM and my night routines, um, which helps me to be more grounded um, and to be more aware. And it's just a beautiful experience. Like I always love to like, when I'm talking to people like this and I'm like, can I play my sound bowl for you for like, I do like a little meditation with them and then we just breathe. And then it's just how we end or start our like interactions. It's just a miraculous thing. So sound bowl healing, I 10 out of 10, a hundred out of a hundred recommend. It's very therapeutic for the mind, body and spirit. Can
0: you explain chakras Yes. So we yes, have, talk to us like
2: we're complete. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Again, we are. So the chakras, <laughs> we have approximately 114, but typically we focus on the main seven, which are the energetic points within our bodies. So um, starting with the root chakra, we have our root chakra, which is like the base of our spine, our sacral, which is like, uh like our reproductive area. Then we have our solar plexus, which is like our stomach, our upper abdominal. Then we have our heart chakra, our throat chakra, our third eye chakra, and our crown chakra. So the root chakra um, represents like our stability, our foundation. If you think of a building, how you you know ground that aspect—that's our grounding to the physical. Uh, then we have our sacral chakra, which is our emotions, um, our crea- our creativity, how we're born. You know what I'm saying? Like a baby is, comes from that sacral—the root sacral chakra. Um, our emotions, our desires, our passions. Uh, then we have our solar plexus which is our ego our self-worth our pride um then we have our heart chakra which is love compassion and unity and then our throat which is expression and communication our third eye which is our imagination our intuition and then our crown which connects us to like the mind body and spirit um if you believe in God and like your higher self just all of those things so you, a lot of times when they're imbalanced, you'll see certain things like with the root chakra, a person who has very, like, has trust issues, like really bad or like projecting, you can tell that they have an imbalanced root chakra. Um, or if you really bad with money, because it's like our security, like our survival, our instinct. So if that's out of whack, that's ten, 10 times out of 10, like the other chakras are not. Because, like I said, how a building is, if there's a crack or something like wrong with the base, how is it gonna hold up the infrastructure? Even with the sacral chakra either you lack emotion or creativity or maybe too hypersexual, like things like that over the emotional, those are like some imbalances of like the chakras. And for me, what I like to do is I do chakra meditations. So I do these chants, the mantras, which are like um, syllables, words, or phrases that you hum out, which invoke and unlock each chakra. So I like to start at the root and that one is LAM. So you go LAM and I play it with the sound bowl and then you feel it down there in that root chakra and then you just go up and then it just starts to kind of like, it's like a Kundalini awakening. The Kundalini is like that primal energy um, that's coiled up at the bottom of our spine, but once it's awakened it it opens up those pathways of like what's blocked and what's there. And I started doing Kundalini meditations and like yoga last year in December. And it really, that's why I started doing the meditation circles. Cause like I did like a 21 days, the last 21 days of 2022 of chakra alignment. So I did the meditations. I did the mantras. I did the yoga. Like I worked intensely through that and I saw a difference and my everything like it was just like i felt more confident to just even like start hosting events and like go further with like the um chakras and like telling people about it um and it's just it's very beautiful like how much like stagnant energy that you just kind of release and then you'll start to see the the people places and things around you kind of like go in alignment with that so yeah. That's what I do with those chakras. It's very beautiful. And I'm excited to like, even my meditation circle this weekend, like the chakras, everybody knows me as like the chakras and stuff. So it's, it's beautiful.
0: It's, I mean, it sounds, sounds wonderful. I've done, I've done maybe one of the, like one, I don't even know if that's just the right word, like one session of like a, a chakra meditation. And it, it is really powerful, but I imagine you must get some like skepticism or like people like, oh, I think that's just a bunch of bullshit or or things like that. Like, how do you, how do you
2: counter that? Like, how do you deal with that? I don't deal with it a lot, Mm -hmm. only because I like to say this, what works for you works for you Mm -hmm. and what doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. And you have to be willing, like, this is not something like, oh, I'm going to shove down somebody's throat. Like, and even with this energetic work, if you're not really ready for it, it can kind of cause an awakening that like will trigger you maybe into like, a state of being. So for me, since I've already been on my soul searching, like I was ready because I've been doing the shadow work, I've been facing and taking accountability. So it's like I wanted to unlock and do better with my with my own life and to seek the guidance and the help from like um, other practitioners who are, you know, well advanced and like really doing that research. But it's just all about the willingness because nobody can't make you do anything and you're going to believe what you want to believe. I know what works for me. I've practiced it. I've done it. You know, I've shown other people and, you know, they could testify with that as well. But it's just all about like where you are in your life and your journey um, because everything is not for everyone and it's never going to be for everybody, but for those who are on that journey and that it works, it really does work even with like the stones um, that helps with the chakras as well. And I just, I, and sometimes it's like fear because it's like, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm not a fearful person at all. Like I'm, Honestly, I'm not even scared to die because at the end of the day, that's life. It's going to happen. It's just, what are you doing in this lifetime to, you know, what legacy are you leading? Like, what are you doing with the time that you have here? Because that's what really matters. And if you're stuck in a fearful state of being and scared to go, like, not saying, like, go jump off a building, but, like, you know, taking those chances and, like, being intentional about what you're practicing, what you're saying, how you're engaging, who you're connected with, that all plays a part in the spiritual journey and, like, how you develop and how you build yourself up through it. So I just tell people, like, do your research, you know what I'm saying? Like, Go through the, med- do meditations, meditation. Like, cause that's where it leads through. Like, it's not something like somebody's just going to go like, here, do this. Cause it's like, you gonna be like, I don't know what this is. Like, how do I know it really works? But it's just something that you have to be willing to try and do on your own. And to like, know that you're going to have dark days. Nothing is perfect. Like mm-hmm. everybody thinks like, oh, I'm just so happy, go lucky and love and light. Um, for the most part, I handle myself pretty well because I've been doing it for so long so it's like I kind of see and know the patterns but no it does get very emotional like it gets very triggering like to think about things that happened to me when I was five that I never talked about or you know thing. like th- that's a part of like that chakra work and that energetic work and meditation and being okay with what happened and knowing how to like face things moving forward and like speaking up. my throat chakra was very much blocked like two years ago, you couldn't have told me that I was going to be talking to somebody or like, you know, like just out here, just speaking, giving words. Cause it's like, I was always like, uh, I didn't have that confidence, but like now through the chakra alignment and like knowing that I have power and that I have what, what I say does matter and being intentional, like it makes a great difference. And then it helps other people like come out and be more like, I see the people in my community. Like, I'm like, yeah, talk, you know what I'm saying? Like be you, go out there and ground, like move your body, like meditate, be more intentional. Like it helps. Cause it, It creates a better synergy when you're with other people. Like I don't really like negativity, even though I know it's there. I'd rather be with people who are like-minded, and they're they're more solution-based. Like, okay, this is a problem, but like, how are we gonna fix it? Like, we're gonna feel it, but like, how we gonna rather than like, oh, this never works out, or talking about other people. Like that is so irrelevant. It takes so much away from you, and it's just like, you let's work together instead of like tearing ourselves apart Mm -hmm. and. You know, like, this person is like that, and they are not, you know, connected with you. That is okay. Don't force it. Just flow your way because there's other people who are just like you in some sh- um, form or fashion that are going to, like, you know, help with that. So I try not to worry myself about like the naysayers because mm-hmm. you do what you want to do.
0: <laughs> but you, I mean, you bring up a really good point, and it was actually making me think a lot about just, you know, people who engage in therapy or who are, who hear about therapy, like there needs to be a little bit of willingness to like an open-mindedness and that it's not a magic bullet, like doing one meditation, isn't going to drastically improve or change your life. And, and it it is kind of a, uh, got to say it's a journey sounds cliche, but it is, it is a set of practices like prolonged practices in order to really find a benefit. Um, so I think that's, that's really helpful to know. Um, but for someone that like, you know, might be a little bit interested, but like has never really done anything like this before.
2: What, what might be a good way for them to start or place for them to start? Um, I like to start with the basics, getting out of nature. Nature has definitely helped me. Nature is everywhere. Like you go outside, you can just journaling, just journaling your thoughts and just sitting down in grass makes a great deal. Getting some sun, you know what I'm saying? That's all energy. And, once you start, cause it's like, this is a lifestyle. Like, this is not like I'm just doing this one time. Like, no, I do this every day for the most part. Like after I get off of here, I am going to go outside for my walk, like, you know, get my own, medit- my other meditation. And, um, but yeah, just like really just journaling. It's not that rocket science as people like to make it seem but it's just like starting there because then it starts to spark something more and then you start like wanting more information and the next thing you know you're learning other things next thing you know you're meeting other people next thing you know you're going to these events and then that's how it really kind of like that snowball effect but yeah just really just nature you know journaling and then also listening to like you know meditation so instead of like starting your day off with you know music that has a whole bunch of words in it just start off with a a frequency Mm -hmm. for like 10 15 30 minutes and like writing and then go into your day and then you'll just see like oh wow that moment of intention like it made me feel better Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who has not done like who has done that that hasn't like felt that way Mm -hmm. because it's just like you're really being intentional with your time and energy without like the constant distraction
1: I mean it seems like there's there's so much to it and yet there's just the simplicity factor of like Getting getting into it doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing. I mean, th- th- that would defeat the purpose. Yeah. You're, you're trying to connect more to yourself. You're trying to connect more with nature. You're trying to connect more with everything. And that can just start with
2: something as simple as sitting in the grass. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's when you start to get into, like, I guess the festivity of things. Because it does get, you know, granted, you go to these, like, I like to go to drum circles. Um, and just having that energy of people who are like on that same wavelength as you with the sound bowls, like it like invokes this, like it increases like that power of the the um, meditations and just like community, but like really just starting small, it, it'll take you a long, a long way. Like how I said, I taught myself how to meditate. Like I literally sat for like, I think 10 to 15 minutes a day, listening to the guided meditations and just breathing and just really setting that. And then once I started doing that for like seven days, it made me want to like, okay, let me go a little further. And then I started this thing called 21 days um, of healthier habits where it's like a worksheet where I write down everything that I did for the day, everything that I ate, um, what were my goals that I set? Did I do it? Did I not do it? Why didn't I do it? That accountability. And <laughs> seeing like, what is my goal for like the next 21 days and like how to build up? Cause they say 21 days forms a habit. And so I started doing that, um, you know, time like throughout the months. And it's really helped me to like just really stay accountable and to like have structure and routine and be more intentional and like just live a better life. Sounds wonderful.
0: <laughs> and I I guess I just keep thinking about how you're so routine oriented and still so like intentional and, and connected. And it, it's really hard to for those two things to to happen at the same time. So that that's like what I'm most like, wow, that's
2: that's awesome that you found like a flow in that that works for you. That's what makes me thrive, like having a flow because I can be very free flowing and everything. But what makes me feel at ease is knowing like, I have something like solid to fall back on, because I know there's been times where like I feel like I'm all over the place and then like I don't get anything done. And then I'll be like stuck in the energy for like every so it's like when I started to develop more like a routine and it's just like the willingness, like I am very willing. Like I, like I said, I've been through a lot and I've seen myself at like bottoms and just like letting myself go. And it's just like, I don't like that. And I don't want to go back to those ways of being. And so it really like awakened me to like, if you want more, if you want better, you have to be um, willing to do it. Like right now I'm literally on a 36 hour water fast. So tomorrow I break fast at like 12 and then I'm going to do like a little fruit fast, but I'm preparing myself to go. And I usually do that monthly. Like I actually started doing these water fasts last year. So much happens in August. It's like the funniest thing, but, um, last year in August, I actually started these 36 hour water fast and I've been doing it like every month and uh, September 1st is coming. So it's like, I like to prepare myself for each month and like my new goals and just like, really setting attention and it's just so beautiful and fulfilling to just like the insights that I get and just like the focus and it's just like a great energy um and I know you're uh Catherine you were saying something about reading a lot of times when I do my fasting reading helps me because it doesn't make me want to like think about food like it's fine like I have a, an intention of like why I'm doing this so it's like I find ways to kind of like you know busy myself to just like stay focused on it. And the things that happen after it, I'm like, wow, like, it's just like, it's It's very magical. That's why I like doing them. So I'm just like excited about like the journey. It's, it's, it's not easy, but it's very much worth it, especially when you start to get the hang of it. It's great to hear that. Like you have so
1: much experience with that. and, And there's so, there's so much surrender that comes with it that you're, you're finding so much joy in, and you're finding so much, like you're so much fulfillment in, and that's so wonderful. I mean, I think it's it, like, people don't think of it. They think of like the, you know, the, the torturous aspect, of it, like, the, the, the discomfort that comes along with when you give up anything, um, not necessarily a 36 hour fast, but I mean, it could be like a, the period of Lent and somebody's giving up like
2: chocolate. And it's just like, all that's on your brain is I want chocolate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's where the discipline um, comes in as well. Like, and when I do I frequently fast, not just from like, you know, foods or anything, but like, say, okay, I'm not, I do music fasting. So like, um, I won't listen to certain like music for like a week or so, just, you know, get myself to cleanse that, the voices in my head. Cause sometimes, well, there's a whole bunch of lyrics and nobody's stuck in your head and then you just thinking all these things and it, it, it can be distracting. So like, I like to like test myself on different things. I know last year in November, December, I went on a no sweets. I didn't have any sweets. It helped me to kind of like be more intentional about like, what am I putting in my body? So like increasing my fruits and stuff because, you know, fruits are sweet for the most part. Like instead of going to like get donuts or something like, you know what I mean? Like just kind of disciplining myself. Like, can I really do this? Like, do I have the control or do I let the external things have like mm-hmm. the control? So that's a big reason why I do the fasting. And I, it, it really does help with your day-to-day life and helps you like reach goals more faster um, that you want to execute. Um. Huh. I feel like we could go down a whole other rabbit hole
1: here <laughs> unfortunately we don't have that time with you um so another time perhaps but before we do end for today can you tell our listeners a little bit about where they can find you you know how to how to come to one of these sound baths if they're in your area everything like that
2: yeah so um on instagram twitter youtube and tiktok it is experience Avis um i don't think i explained that a little bit but a list i tailor towards women so a list is a list of alchemizing women of divinity um excellence and admirable eminence we don't make excuses we make it happen um if you know anything about like a celebrity you are that of your own life that's how i like to look at it like you celebrate you you put yourself at its pedestal you work on yourself you you work with the energies not against them so i really advocate for that take an accountability uh alignment doing what it takes because this is your life and no one else's. My meditation circles, I'm going to start doing them back monthly. So I am located in Miami, Florida. Uh, So this weekend, I actually have it on the beach, which is going to be amazing and beautiful. I have a nice crowd coming out and I'm looking to expand that more. I do have consultations for chakra alignment, accountability sessions, and yes, that's what I have at the moment.
0: Awesome. Well, we will be sure to Drop all of your info and where people can find you in our show notes and on our on our Instagram um, feed and stories as well. But thank you so much for for sharing with us about you and your practice and about Experience A List. That's awesome. So thank you so so much for being
2: here. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to you know many more connections with you all and people of the community. This is amazing.
0: Yes, and when I'm down in Miami, I will be looking out for for a meditation circle.
2: Yes. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> thank okay. You well, thank you so
0: much. In. Take, take good care. well. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Bye. Thank you again, A, for, for being here with us and to our listeners. We thank you also for following along for your ratings, reviews, subscribing to our podcasts on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Please continue to keep those reviews coming. And if this episode resonated with you or you think it could be helpful to someone you know, share it with them, especially if they're Miami located, definitely want them to go check out one of these meditation circles. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Revive Center for Wellness, where you can watch full episodes of all of our Wishing You Well podcasts, as well as our bonus podcast that drops every week exclusively on YouTube, Reactivity TV, where Catherine and I give our therapist takes and perspectives to all things TV and movies. So definitely subscribe, like, share, follow on YouTube as well. You can also follow us on Instagram at ReviveCFW. You can follow Catherine at Katherine Van Eyck, me at emailbarrowLCSW. LCSW. Check out our website, revivecfw.com, and send us emails to wishing you well at revivecfw.com. Until next time, we are wishing you well.